podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Andrew McCart, IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. And I've got to say I'm very, very, very delighted to be joined by Mr. Danny Christie himself, bare knuckle fighter. Now, I said to you, I've seen uh, my, my good friend James English basically messaged me today and said, would you do an interview with Danny? He was spawned Tommy Fury. That's the main reason why I've got you on here to talk about Fury, Paul. But Thank like you. I said, I've, I've watched your, your, your the podcast with James and I said to you that you've, you've had a very, very eventful life and it's, it's led you to this now, spawning guys like Tommy Fury and, and, and a huge fight tonight on, on Saudi Arabia. But just touch on sort of like your background for people that might not have seen the podcast, might not know who Danny Christie is. Just sort of like, in a nutshell, break it down. Um, well, I was, I wasn't a bad amateur boxer. You know, I had nineteen bouts and I won twelve. Um, I got a Northwest Counties title. I got to the ABA quarterfinal. You know, I wasn't a bad amateur, and you know, I threw it all away, mate. Just I got into drugs, and you know, I mm. went on a best part of a 20-year rampage, mate, on addiction and chaos, carnage, prison, you know, and during this time, I was doing unlicensed fighting for wages, you know, I had 11 of those and won 10, you know, and I wasn't really in the gym, I got myself clean about 13 months ago, well done. you know, I'm proud to say I'm almost 11 months clean, I had a bit of a straightener, which I'm sure a lot of people have seen in a gym with mm -hmm. another kid in Manchester, and from that, I got a call from the BKFC. They asked me if I wanted a three-fight contract. You know, and I thought, yeah, it's now or never. You know, I didn't want to get to sort of 40, 40 plus years old and think shoulda, coulda, woulda. So I gave it a crack and here I am. Here you are. And it's led you to spawn Tommy Fury, who's up against uh, Jake Paul. Obviously, I'll touch on you, but being that Tommy Fury spawn partner, I've seen a quote that we put up on IFL TV, and a lot of people have said that even Lyndon Arthur, who's sparred Tommy Fury, said his power is one of the hardest hitters that he's been in with. You've said that you couldn't get away from his jab, but how is his power? Does he hit as hard as Lyndon was saying? Yeah, I felt his power. You know, it can it can crack for sure. You know, there's no no two ways about it. Um, yeah, he's got power, and it's um. It's a funny power, you know, because it's, it seems kind of effortless to him. You know, he's not given full rotation. He's not given full turn. It doesn't look like he's sitting down on the punches. But, you know, when they connect, they register. You know, he's, uh, he's heavy-handed for sure. But obviously, the spars, I wasn't there privy to it. But how are the spars? I mean, obviously, being that bare-knuckle fighter and the blood and all that, I've seen a couple of your fights as well. There's all that gore. How were the spars? Were the, were the spars with Tommy Tasty? Uh, yeah, mate, listen, he, he got the better of us in, in, I would say, most of the rounds. I was pleased I could make it reasonably competitive, you know, and land some of my own punches. But um, he drew us in, you know, he was good. He had good feet and a good jab, and he had us sort of overextending and leaving my feet behind once or twice. He just impressed us, you know, in all areas. He was a lot better than I've ever seen him when I've watched him fight, you know, in the ring, mm. you know. Much better than I've ever seen. They reckon he's the best he's ever been, you know, and that showed in the spa. The only thing which I, I was speaking to a friend about, which I'm not for a second saying this applies to Tommy Fury, but I've sparred a lot of people in a lot of gyms and, you know, I've, I know a lot of boxers myself, you know, and as we know, they are certain fighters that they're like gym fighters, you know, when they're in their own comfort zone, surrounded by their own people. You know, they're a lot better in the gym than they ever are under the lights. Now, I'm not saying that's the case with Tommy Fury. You know, I'm not saying that for a minute because, you know, he was very good. 
you know, but time will tell, you know, if he if he boxes like he can, you know, and he he employs the talent that he's got, you know, I think he can win this fight tonight quite comfortably, but only time will tell. Well, Danny, you've got a two hundred pound bet on us, so you seem very confident. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm what two hundred quid says he'll win, you know, but like I've said, time will tell, mate. That's it. What's your odds on that then? Two hundred quid. What are you getting back? Uh, I think got about five hundred north back. All right, that's not too bad. Double bit over your double your money, which is good. Yeah. So the fight itself with Jake Paul, you said that he can win, but how does he win? Obviously, have you seen any of Jake Paul's fights? Have you seen any flaws that Jake Paul does that yeah. Tommy can exploit? And how does Tommy win this fight? Uh, listen, in my opinion, whatever that's worth, I think Tommy sticks to what he's good at. You know, his feet and his jab. If he busts him up with that jab over the first couple of rounds, frustrating him, you know, and just agitating him a bit with his with his movement and um you know looking for the heavy shots you know start sitting down on them maybe you know round three round four because you know he's a very good boxer um but listen Jake Paul can fight you know it's uh he gets a bit of stick as I suppose Tommy does you know it's this is the the critics and that that you know the professionals and that are up against but in my opinion, if it turns into a firefight, you know, a shootout, which is possible, you know, given it's turning into a rather personal affair, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to, you know, implement your game plan and that when you, you've got a strong dislike for the person in front of you. You know, if it turns into a shootout, then it's anybody's game. And as we know, Jake Paul can bang. So, you know, for me, he wins it by sticking to his good fundamentals, good movement, good boxing. You know, and double and tripling that jab up, plenty of feints, and just frustrating him over the first couple of rounds, you know, and start sitting on them and maybe round three or four. But I'm sure he's got his own game plan, but you know, for what it's worth, that's how I think he beats him. Can he get a stoppage? Can he is it, you are you thinking points or can you do you think he can get him out of there? Um time will tell. He he hits hard enough to stop mm. him. You know, I'm not sure what um Jake Paul's chin's like. We haven't really seen him tested or caught clean off you know a heavy-handed lad but you could say the same for Tommy you know we haven't seen Tommy rocked or banged hard so very interesting you know especially with a couple hundred quid on it you know it's turned into a mouth-watering affair you know I can't wait to sit down with a few cakes and a bit of junk food tonight and, and watch it you know yeah I'm, I likewise mate I'm the same um obviously sticking with Tommy and that you said you, you you feel confident that he's going to win the fight but You've been in fights yourself. You know the nerves, anxiety, but along with it, man, the BT BT Sport box office. Tommy's the boxer with the Fury family name. Jake Paul's a Disney kid, a YouTuber, been in the game three years. Is all the pressure on Tommy Fury in this fight? And do you think he can handle it if it is? Um, I think the pressure's, you know, split quite equally. Um. There is pressure on both of them. There might be more pressure on Tommy. I mean, who knows? You just we don't know inside these fighters' heads. You know, we don't mm-hmm. know how the handle pressure. You know, you squeeze some people and the focus. You know, others fold. You know, so we just don't know. You know how it's gonna go. I mean, we'll see tonight, won't we? You know, but um, it's uh, it's one of them. You know, you just don't know what's in a fighter's head. You don't know how they're gonna handle these these occasions. Listen, Jake Paul gets called a Disney kid and all this stuff. If Jake Paul was, you know, a normal kid who nobody knew and he'd fought these 
MMA lads and these people he's been in with, you know, and he was just an average Joe, you know, people would be singing his praises. Mm. But, you know, this is just the critics and that that you're up against. In my opinion, the lad can definitely fight. He's a big puncher, you know, and Tommy can box. You know, he's a good boxer and he's got power. You know, it's a, it's a good fight and I think they're going to be well matched, to be honest. I, I can't see it being a whitewash, you know, on either side. You know, I think whoever implements the game plan, you know, better than the other one, he's going to be victorious. I mean, is it, isn't it an intriguing fight, man? I, I'm normally, obviously, I'm a purist, man. I love my boxing and I, I love when it's the elite of the elite. Like the Javante Davis and Ryan Garcia fight excites me because it's a mega fight. So I'm, but this fight's intrigued me in the sense that you do have the different contrast. You've got like Jake Paul, who's doing all the right things so far and who he's fought. He's, he's, he's knocked out Woodley. He's uh, dropped Anderson Silva, albeit MMA fighters and probably a little bit going on in age. And then you've got Tommy Fury, relatively unknown. It's been a lot made of the, the combined records of his eight opponents that he's faced. I think 20-odd wins and another 300 losses or whatever it may be. So there is that sort of element where it is the unknown. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's what's intriguing about this fight. Absolutely, yeah. You know, and, and let's have it right. You know, Tommy's a, a young kid. He's a baby in, in boxing terms. He's a prospect. And, you know, this is how this is how it goes. You know, these prospects and that these the type of opposition that Tommy's faced are, you know, the type of boxers that you are fed early on in your career, you know, as a prospect. That's just how it is. You know, it's not like Tommy's doing anything that nobody else has done. You know, it's uh, that's just how it is in boxing. You know, but I will say, Jay Paul um, probably sells a fight better than anybody out there at present. I mean, they've got what? They've got a combined record of about, what, 12, 13 fights? Yeah, 12, 13 you know, fights, yeah, yeah. The headline on the show, and they're above, they're above, you know, Macabu and Jack. You know what I mean? So it speaks for itself, you know, the, 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 the market value that, that Jake Paul's got. And, you know, there could be very good dance partners, you know. We'll, we'll maybe get a rerun, depending on how it goes. You know, it's a brilliant thing about boxing, mate. You just, you never know what you're going to get, you know. That's that's where my excitement lies, you know. It's uh, the unpredictability of boxing, you know, can never be never be underestimated. Yes, that one punch can change everything. Like that Mike Tyson said, everyone's got a game plan until they get punched in the mouth. So, yes, that's one of them. I mean, like I said, it's an intriguing fight. It's on tonight. This interview will be up very, very shortly. I'm going to fire this up ASAP because obviously the fight is in a few hours. Um, yeah. But just touching on yourself then, Danny, obviously, bare-knuckle fighter, undefeated bare-knuckle fighter. I, obviously, you've got a contract with BKFC. Um, when are you next out then? What's what's next for you? I'm out on April the 22nd. Um, the venue's, you know, yet to be confirmed. Um, there's a big fight, a big fight on the cards. You know, I can't announce the opponent yet without the contracts and that been signed, but... Um, you know, I've asked for the best available lads. The the promotion have delivered. You know, I'm in with probably one of the, if not the best lad in the country. You know, there's talk now of me fighting him in his own backyard. You know, and that's a bit of me. You know, that's just a bit of me that, you know, I can't wait to lock horns with this lad. And with the fact that I'm fighting him in his own backyard, potentially, it's going to give us that extra motivation that I need, you know, over the next eight week. Training camp starts tomorrow. You know, I'm pretty fit and well as it is. You know, I could fight in the morning. But we're going to have eight eight solid weeks nutrition and training, and um, yeah, I just can't wait. Definitely, it's an exciting. Uh, the bare knuckle, then no one's seen it. It's uh, it's it's unique in a, It's actually a, a square circle, as in a circle ring, isn't it? So it's uh, yeah. you can't really hide yeah. in the corners um, or get stuck That's in the it. corners. But 
for you, obviously, you, you mentioned there, and I've seen, like I said to you, I've seen your podcast with James English. You mentioned that you went on a 20-year rampage. Yeah. In, in an ideal world where if you could go back again, would you have liked to have went through the amateur route and probably put the gloves on professionally and aim for that world title? Yeah, it's a funny one, mate. I've just been speaking about this earlier. You know, um, I don't regret anything. You know, I've no time for regrets. And, you know, I'm accepted by my loved ones and by myself, you know, for the person that I am today, not for the person who I think I should be or who others think I should be. You know, we can't, we can't go back in time. However, you know, if I could go back, you know, I would change things, you know. I don't um, have regrets, I suppose, because it's led me to where I am now, you know, the best place I've ever been mentally, spiritually and physically. But, you know, I wasted all the best years of my life doing all the wrong things. So, you know, the answer would be yes. You know, I would have stuck in the gym, you know, if we had this magic wand, you know, I would have stuck in the gym, you know, and I'm, who knows, I could have been a maybe a contender, you know, on a, on a British level, you know, we just never know. But, um, you know, I, I was reasonably talented. Um, but listen, it's one of those, you know, I'm happy and grateful for the person that I am today. And I've got a shot at the BKFC, you know, I'm going to have a, another two, three fights, whatever. My body's catching up with us. I'm, I'm almost 40 years old. I've got a lot of injuries and aches and pains. My joints are shot. But um, I've still got it there, and I've still got it there, you know. So only time will tell, you know, how much I progress over these next couple of fights. Undefeated so far, so you know, two and all, two knockouts. You know, I'm doing okay. Let's see. You never know. You may get that big Jake Paul might give up your call and want to go in with a bare knuckle fight. He's fought MMA I'll guys. He's fought Jake Paul in the yeah. What's that? I'll fight Jake Paul in the morning. <laughs> yeah, not a problem. That's that's what I like to hear. But obviously, touched going back to what you just said there. No regrets and stuff like that, but there is a lot of fighters that sort of are young, like young kids in the gym right now that maybe have a group of friends that are doing all these things that the wrong things outside the box and outside of the gym. Have you got any advice for them? Uh, obviously, you've been there, you've done it, you've got the t shirt, so to speak. So, have you got any advice for young kids that want to become a boxer, a fighter in that sense? Man, it's, it's, it's a funny one, this because I've just been speaking about this in a video that I'm going to put on my channel shortly. When I was younger at school and all this stuff, I used to love boxing, but I never, ever had big dreams or big aspirations or anything like that. You know, I got asked the other week what I wanted to be when I was at school and the answer was nothing. I wanted to be nothing. Mm. I never had any big, big goals or anything like that. And the first time I reflected on my life when I was 34 years old in HMP Preston, two days before Christmas, 2019, I realized then and there that's exactly what I was. I was nothing. You know, and there's a lesson in there somewhere, you know, the the energy and the tenacity and the, the high level of motivation, you know, persistency. And, you know, I was a relentless savage when it came to finding ways and means to get more. You know, I was a typical addict. If I'd have used all them attributes, you know, and put them into a, let's say, a boxing career or, a, you know, a positive avenue of life, you know, I'm I'm certain. You know, without uncertainty, I could have been anything I wanted to be, you know, given that skill set that I used while I was using. So my advice would be, you know, aim big. You know what I mean? Shoot for the stars. You know, don't let anybody tell you that you can't be something because I'm certain, you know, if I could go back, I could have been anything that I wanted to be. You know what I mean? There's not a doubt in my mind I could have achieved anything, especially 
you know, if I use the attributes that I used when I was using, you know, there's no two ways about it. You know, don't let anybody tell you that you can't do something. At the end of the day, it's about belief. You know what I mean? If you have a strong belief and a desire to be something and you're going to work hard towards it, you know, you'll get it. You know what I mean? You will get it. You'll get to wherever you want to be. You know, it's just a matter of how bad you want it. Danny, honestly, I could uh, listen to your story and all that. I've obviously, I've, it reminds me of myself a little bit growing up and obviously I, I'm 40 years old and sort of like listening to you, I can always see bits of what I was like when I was a kid growing up and the, the mistakes that I made. And obviously, I've not told my story yet. James has asked me to go on the podcast a good few things, but I'm, I'm yeah. reluctant to do it. So, um, yeah, if it, I do employ, if you've not seen your podcast with James English, man, I can sit here and talk all day about fighting, bare knuckle fighting, boxing, MMA, whatever you want to talk about, I can sit here and talk to you all day about it. And I love somebody that's went from the lowest to the lows and now they're, the way they want to be in life. So respect to you there, brother. Do do much respect there. But like I Thank said, you. yeah, I can talk about boxing all day with you, fighting, and you've got an, an amazing story. And maybe yeah. tomorrow, if you if you if you're about, get your reaction to the fight, if that's okay. Get yeah, your yeah, that's cool, mate. You've got my number now, mate. So yeah, drop me a message if let's, I, you know. If I, and, uh, I want to see that five hundred quid if he wins. I want to see <laughs> the. <laughs> Likewise, brother. Yeah, Listen, of course. Danny, enjoy the fight tonight and I'll give you a bell tomorrow do. and get a reaction from you if that's all right, brother. So no, stick in on man. Bye-bye for now. Thank you, Danny. Cheers now. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.